Hello, hello, hello. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. This is Ashley speaking, and welcome to the sixth episode of No, But Let's Talk About That, the podcast. Um, hi, Anna. I'm Anna, <laughs> for those that are new here. <laughs> um, and yeah, today is, um, it's a Thursday, and uh, we're still on Zoom, which I'm actually growing to not hate. No, it kind of feels like we're in a little... I don't know. It's so Brown funny because time, basically. I know. I was gonna say I I kind of love this style because it's like we're on the phone and yeah, I I love that um that feeling. It's very uh intimate, shall I say? <laughs> I agree. Um, well, today we are going to be talking about our parents. <laughs> Yeah, and not necessarily, like, our specific parents, Yeah, but the concept of parents (laughs) in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Relationships with with parents, um, trauma, possibly, with parents. Um, And so let's just dive right in. Are you you ready? I'm totally ready. Okay. Locked and loaded. So I have a question for you just to begin with, and... I want to know what is your favorite thing about your parents? Hmm. Um, my favorite thing about my parents, I think it's honestly, I love them so much for the example that they both like set for me. Mm. What do you um, mean? Like genuinely, like not trying to like, this goes beyond like enforcing rules and like blah, 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 blah. But the, you know, the literally them just being like role models, like in my life without even trying, if that makes sense, like literally just the act of being my parents and like being (laughs) me like day in and day out. Um, and like their support and everything, but then also the way that they like support each other and treat each other. Like, it's just such a good example of how to like treat another human and like respect someone and, have that level of like communication and trust like yeah I don't know it's something that I'm so glad that I had growing up which because I know a lot of people are not lucky enough to like receive that and like have that in their life and to me it was just like given to me and it was just always there and it still is there and yeah I think that's my favorite thing how about you I I love that um my favorite thing about my parents and it's so funny to think that they could be hearing this at any point I feel it's so weird I feel like they always can hear me like even when (laughs) they're like obviously not here we're obviously in like separate states but I'm like they're coming they're they hear me um they do do. uh my favorite thing about my parents is how much they like shared with us like how much they loved us like Mm -hmm. me and my brother and my other brother and my sister I think that it's um, it's important to feel loved and supported, but also it's important to like hear it. And I think that I have not gone like a single day, obviously until like college, but just because I, I don't see them. Um, but it's so important to hear it. And my parents literally told me every single day, like, I love you, both of them, every day, multiple times a day. And so I just grew up with like, the idea of like I am so loved 
even if it's just my parents, you know, and I think I'll always be very thankful for that. Yeah, I love that. And I think kind of the same goes for me, like the whole like day in and day out, like literally it's kind of amazing how you don't, and this is kind of a point you just mentioned I sorry. I'm like <laughs> literally trying to gather all my thoughts right now as they like flood in. But what I was going to say is you just your story like sparked um kind of a point that I was hoping to get to in the podcast is that you know, when you're in a new relationship and you like say I love you, it's a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you like just the fact that you were born and you had someone and we were lucky enough to have two people say every day that they mm-hmm. loved us and they meant it is huge. And you as a kid, you're just like, oh, love you too. Like, you know, that's what you organically like say back to them because you do, but you don't understand that. And then when you actually get old enough to like understand how important like those words are and the way that like having people, multiple people say that to you every day, like it's crazy. It's so, mm-hmm. so special. It's mind blowing. It's very special, but it's very mind blowing. And I just cannot believe that that's like a thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. so funny to me. It's so silly, but also like, you know, I I'm, I'm like, what more can I need? And like, obviously I need so much more, but like, it's just, it's so huge and so like foundational that I could not imagine like my life without it. And I love that they set that, like you were saying, um, just an example is like, my kids are going to hear a hundred times. I'm going to text them like all day and be like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. You know? Yeah. I will be obsessed with my children. And oh, I absolutely. that's like a super interesting dynamic, how that like, my relationship with my parents might like change and I'm saying in a good way like how it will become different like when I have kids one day like that would be mm-hmm. so interesting mm-hmm. um did you yeah. have something else to say because I have another question no ask away okay so I don't know if you went through this phase but I did um where I wasn't like against my parents <laughs> the face you just made but there was there there were some times some trials and tribulations with them and you know that was always more heartbreaking to me than like any argument with friends or anything and like there were times where like we just didn't really get along and there were also many of times where and still do that I feel very misunderstood by them and this is a multi-layered uh (laughs) I don't even know if it's a question but that's just something else that I want to pose because you know, not everyone has a great relationship with their parents. Not everyone has parents, not every, you know, um, but so I think it's important to touch on all sides of, of it. And there have been times where I'm like, I can't say it, but you saw my hand, but yeah. you know, so the dark side. I, Yeah. I definitely no. Here's the thing is like, I can't really list any times where I like truly fought with my parents, but I think there's just a point where I could be, I could be wrong about this, but here's kind of my take on it 
is that like when you grow up, obviously our parents are what? When we're like, they're maybe in like their 40s or something when we're like in our teens and whatever. Because between the ages of like 10 to like, I don't even know, 19, 20, like where we are now, you change so much as a person. Mm-hmm. And our parents are in this stage of their lives where they're like very stagnant. Sure. You know, like obviously they're still growing and learning every day, but at they're at a point where they like have a stable job. They have like a loving relationship. If your parents are still married or maybe they have a significant other, like after a divorce or something, you know, like, or they're happily single on their own, like taking care of you, but they just like have it figured out. They have like a routine or not like mm-hmm. completely figured out, but like to mm-hmm. some extent more so than a 14 year old. I just yeah. put it that way. And so I think what happens is like, they just see you changing and you are changing, but you aren't really recognizing it at least not at in all the earlier stages. And that is like very hard on a relationship. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's where some of that headbutting comes from is like you just there's so much change happening and you because you become more defiant because you're actually growing into your personality. And, you know, your parents have always had this one rule. But now that you are growing older and your friends are getting more opinionated, you become more opinionated. And all of a sudden that one rule becomes something that you just like don't like. and then collision course it happens so I think that's kind of inevitable for that like phase of like not being the biggest fan of your parents like it's gonna happen because of that yeah I that's amazing and I've (laughs) never thought about just the idea that like those 10 years of your life you are like evolving essentially like every year into something else crazy it's horrifying (laughs) I mean we already talked about like change in one of our other episodes so like it's it's rapid it's like rapid so rapid and they're at this point of change that's so like not rapid because they're still Mm. changing and like I don't know but as a kid you're not focused on that you're not focused on other people you are zoned in on yourself or the Mm -hmm. one that you have a crush on and maybe two friends Mm -hmm. even that is way too much for some (laughs) too much for me yeah I can barely handle myself so Um, um it's yeah okay well what do you have to say about that because otherwise I kind of do have something that goes along with what we were just talking about yeah I mean this is interesting a hot take of what I have to say I feel like I always have like the the hot takes or like the thing that's like well actually (laughs) yeah you're over here Um, with the hot takes and I'm over here spewing logic on my heart (laughs) and you're like but you know what (laughs) I'm like well listen uh no but I I mean that I mean yeah But I think, I don't know, I always think about this because, I mean, God bless my mother. I love her so much. And literally, I, I don't know. She always, I think, feels that I'm like closer to my dad or that I love my dad more just because I'm a daddy's girl. Me and too. I always we have, have them. the same dynamic with our parents because we're such daddy's girls. But then yeah. our mom is absolutely our best friend. 
my mom is the one and like like duh I can't live without like my dad obviously and I think this is so bad but, like I think about like the day that like he's not here and I literally can't think about it it's so like I'm like no but yeah it's, what's funny I, yeah I don't even want to keep what's going funny though what's really fucked up is that like I can't even think about my mom not being here like my dad I'm like oh that's gonna be so sad like awful but then my mother I'm like I don't even like the thought never like it doesn't get in my brain because I won't allow it to. I honestly think it part of it is literally like the connection that we had because you fucking grew inside of her. I'm not kidding. It has to be. It has to be. There is something so different about that, like in any parent-child relationship, which is wild. Certainly. And I don't know at what age, because my mom and I were became like, nemesis Mm -hmm. when I was like in eighth grade I think maybe seventh grade I think it was seventh grade eighth grade and freshman year for me there was like a lot that like happened kind of and I feel like that's when I would say like I had like a rougher patch with like my parent relationship especially freshman year when you're in high school and like you want all this new freedom and that's like really hard for your parents to give you Mm -hmm. tough but it's so weird because it was like a, a switch just like went off. And I was like, who is this woman in my house telling me what to do? Telling me this, telling me that, like, who, who is she? Don't like her at all. And like, she didn't do anything. Like something in my brain w- was just like, uh, uh-uh, not her, you know? Yeah. And like, I think that's so interesting because now I'm like, oh my God, like, and I hear this a lot. Like it just becomes like, fuck the parent like you know Mm -hmm. and I didn't go through that with my dad at all it was just my mom and I don't know what that means but I just think it's interesting yeah no that is interesting because I think that happens with a lot of people and if I think about it it definitely was always more of like a headbutt situation with my mom and maybe that's just because we're the women in the family Maybe because I didn't have that with my dad either. Like I couldn't name a time. Weird. I'm like, is it primal? It is, is kind of baffling. Yeah. Is it biological? <laughs> like, are we animalistically competing for like some type of like dominance? Like, I don't know Maybe. what it is. See, that's what I'm saying. It might be like a feminine energy thing. Like the clashing of that mm. cannot happen. Cannot. Mm. I love you boys experience with their dads like I don't I think so went through that though I mean my brother is a rare odd exception and (laughs) he went through it with both of them like badly like worse than I did yeah but like he definitely did with my dad and I could definitely pin that on like a masculine energy like I could fight you now type of thing. See, maybe they went through it, but they were so like brooding about it that I just didn't know. Even though my brother and my dad, I could probably never describe as brooding. So I don't know why that word just came out of my mouth. That was a big one. I was like, whoa. Brooding. Not them. Um, wow. Yeah, no. I. Well, this still, because we're kind of on the topic of like changing and going through phases with your parents. So I wanted to talk about um the change in your relate like now that I am where I am with them 
the change in my relationship with them. Like if other people experience that, um, and just about how maybe, okay. To give some like context when you're like younger, obviously like you just kind of are unaware of things and you're just like, Oh, these are my parents. You know what I mean? Like you just go about your daily life and you're like, yep, that's my mom. Like we on a, like on a playground be like, Oh yeah, my mom's over there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like literally it's just like, who are like these people you've known them your entire life, even though you don't really like process that. Mm-hmm. And now that we're like older, I would say that I genuinely like find friendship in my parents in some ways. Do you know what I mean? And it's almost, I'm wondering like if you experience that one and also what do you think that is? Like, do you think it's like kind of because we're becoming an adult? So like the playing field is like leveling between like our um, like social norms and what we're expected to do. Like, obviously there's still going to be our, you know, caregivers until like, they pass away I guess but yeah um, yeah. gagging literally gagging like did you experience that too like where it's kind of no you go to them for advice but at sometimes you're genuinely like we're literally hanging out right now like they're not just my do you know what I mean no hot take again you don't (laughs) okay no see this is why I want to talk about that so like I don't know there's just times when I'll literally go to my mom and be like do you want to like I don't know like go get a pedicure but it's not it's in the same way that I would like ask a friend it's not necessarily like that's beautiful yeah I love that maybe it's just because I have a strong relationship with them I remember someone told me once they were like your relationship with your parents is so funny in like a good way yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's probably because I treat them like they're my friends. And I think that's definitely part of it. Like, I'll, like, literally be sarcastic and make jokes with them. And sometimes I'm like, I probably shouldn't say that to my parents. <laughs> and I know that they listen to these episodes, so I hope that they laugh at that. Because Wait, they do? I'm always joking around with them. Yes, they do. When I say they're my support Love system, them. They're, here. they're here. I hey I'm gonna give them a shout out because I love them so much um but no girly I have a very different experience and like approach to that because respectfully I do not want to be friends with my parents at all okay well I would love to hear about that (laughs) no I would I yeah I think and this is just where I'm at in my life I'm having a really hard time just like growing up and like disconnecting from like the comfort and safety of like childhood Mm -hmm. um it's just been very hard for me and this is kind of what I was telling you about before we started but like I literally just want my parents to be my parents and to take care of me forever so like when I ask my mom if she wants to go get a pedicure it's because I want her to pay for it you know (laughs) okay there definitely is that aspect do not get me wrong like I know that going with her somewhere that she is paying for it (laughs) yeah because she's kind but like Mm -hmm. okay I see what you mean I mean I definitely have had like moments of like wow I wish my mom was here and I I wish that we could like do this together like I have those moments for sure or I'm like man I would just really love to like be in the car like with my dad but I wonder if that's less of me you know being an 
adults saying, I'd like to hang out with my friends. Or if that's just like, I feel safe when I'm doing this with my parents and I would like to feel safe right now because, you know, when I was 12, 14, whatever, eight, I was safe with them. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know. The it's silence. interesting because I like it's... literally me saying that I expected to be like, yeah, same. Like, I yeah. know you did. And that's why I was laughing when you were because I was like, yeah, not for me. <laughs> At least not now in my life. I definitely think that like, you know, post-college, maybe when I have like, you know, some a greater sense of like stability, I think I'll be like, I'm trying to get drinks with my parents and just chill with them. But like, uh-uh. okay. See, so maybe that does go with, like, my point that I was saying earlier about how in my experience with everything, even though when I am with my parents, like, they will still be paying for stuff like they would, like, when I was younger and, like, etc. I truly believe intellectually, like, it's closer to being, like, a more level playing field because I'm almost at the point where, you know, I have a degree and I can get like a salary job if I wanted Mm -hmm. to with my degree and, you know, make an income and like, you know, so to me, that was kind of like leveling the playing fields. And so for you, you're still saying that you could get there one day. It's just, it's going to take more time. And that I simply don't want to level the playing field. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. So maybe that's why in your head you could have that right now, but you're putting it off. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I'll admit it. I accept it. I don't want to. No, I mean, totally valid. But I think that that maybe is something then that every like child parent dynamic kind of has. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will never be like completely perfect. Like, oh, no, never. Completely even, but it shouldn't be. No. So I think that that's important to Yeah. I I think it is too and I think that like it's the more honest you are with yourself the better because I could say like yes like I I'm an adult now you know Ron and Cynthia like you know like uh, it's mommy and daddy please like I don't ever want to <laughs> you know Yeah, I just I'm very honest about that. I'm glad that's the one thing in life I can be honest about. (laughs) But like, yeah, I'm not in the not in the market for becoming friends with them quite yet. I'm just not ready. Okay, yeah, that's that's valid. And I respect that. Thank you for your. There was another point that literally crossed my mind and now I forgot it. And Uh oh. I don't remember what it was, but I honestly, hate it when that happens, I know, but I was kind of thinking like, if I have all of my, you know, main talking points, uh, like out of the way. And I don't know if you do too, but I think it'd be funny to tell like a funny story or like, I don't know. <laughs> well, but I, I have one that's like, it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. And, um, it's like, not like traumatic <laughs> it's not like traumatic but like I think it just goes along with my first point which was that like you know it's not always great with the rents it's it's sometimes really hard and I think I would like to talk about like why it's it's so hard sometimes so yes I have a, a story but it's not all cute and giggly oh and my story wasn't okay you know what's so funny is my story wasn't cute either when you were talking about earlier <laughs> when when you first brought up like the fuming like 
anger like that you have with your parents sometimes there was this one story that (laughs) came to mind for me (laughs) I would love to hear it (laughs) okay do you want me to go first then or do you want to go first no because I want you to go first (laughs) (laughs) okay so again though this is a story that is like with my mom and here's the thing though this I'm gonna be honest easily could have been with my dad or with both of them but it was when I was younger and I was swimming and this totally is might not have even just been like with my mom but it's a perfect example of the way that like I just like took my anger out like on her like as children do Mm -hmm. um and there was the miscommunication so this is like a perfect example of like the miscommunication that like happens is so I was just I just started swimming um I don't know maybe I was like two years in Mm-hmm. And so for those of you that don't know, and a lot of people in college don't know, um, my identity growing up was a swimmer. I was always too busy to hang out with friends because of practice. I swam for literally like nine years. Um, yeah. So I was like two years into like, I had been competitive swimming for like two years and we were leaving a swim meet and I had just swam at this point. I was like a distance swimmer I swam the 500 competitively um for a long time I was kind of good at it I made state a couple times yes queen this this point was that I had missed the state cut and I had added time and when you first start swimming there is a very good chance that you are going to continue to drop time and get faster And so this was one of the first times that I had added time, like in a race, because I was very new, you know, or like in this race, I should say. Interesting. And it was like a lot of time. It was like 10 seconds. But in the 500, that's like, I mean, that's still a lot of time in swimming. Anywho. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) and we were in the car and it was kind of silent. And I was obviously like really upset about it like swimmers get in their feels there's a lot of tears that happened at swimming a lot of times and we're in the car and she eventually says and this is how I remember it again this story could have some discrepancies (laughs) on how it occurred but this is the basis of it um and she like at one point in time she was like so what happened oh and of course in my head and we've talked about this story before me and my mom like joked about it And of course, in my head, I was like, no, I was like, literally in my head, I was like, she did not just say that, like, whatever. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, there's so much more that goes into the race. Like, I don't know, like my parents had never been competitive swimmers. It's not like they swam when they were little and they were forcing me to do it. And so I was like, you don't get it. Like, blah, blah, blah. And you know, when you're like, so. Yes. Yes. And you, um, your your head is like hot and you're like tears dripping <laughs> yes. down and you're like screaming at the top of your lungs and you're just like so much adrenaline Aww. pumping through you and that's literally what like happened in the conversation and then eventually like it like resolved so many other issues like after that she would always just like literally after that like big fight she would just be like 
so like how did you feel about your race like it literally was just like everything was like better after that but like I don't know that's like the first story that I can think of that was like an actual kind of like fight with my parents that I could remember and again it just happened to be that like my mom was the only parent there that day so like if my dad was in the car maybe it would have gone differently I don't know but yeah that's like what I could that's the first thing I thought of wow it's yeah. so funny that you're like laughing because it's funny, but it's, but it's funny. also like I'm also thinking of literally like what ten and a half year old me screaming in the car, yeah. crying on like a summer afternoon about a, a race. Like, yeah, I don't know. wow. I'm glad it though was able to serve as like, you know, we're not going to be doing that again. Like it, it helped oh, to. Yeah create better communication between you two and that's not to say we didn't fight again about other things but but you learned she learned yes definitely but I learned wow I don't know it was different yeah you both did all right Hmm. what's your story girly okay so (laughs) again this it's it's hilarious to think about now but like in the moment it genuinely I would say this is like my character arc so mm-hmm. far in, in life like my first okay. character I, I think I've had two this okay. is my first um so I wasn't allowed to have Instagram um it just was a big no mm-hmm. and um in eighth grade my parents found my Instagram nice. nice yes and it was the most horrific day in Nord history <laughs> um I'm so like the things I'm about to to tell you like please strap up because it gets so rough but like (laughs) so they my mom and I was like grounded um for some other stuff uh that happened but my mom let me go to remember the feeder dance yes I do so my sweet mommy let me go to the feeder dance even though I was grounded because you know she she was like I know how important this is to you like you can go and I was like, awesome. And they gave me my phone back for like the night. And so when I came home, I was like underneath my bed, like on my phone. And I was supposed to like leave it at the like door and I did it. And so I'm on my phone and I'm on like Instagram and my mom <laughs> walks into my room and I like throw my phone like underneath, like I, I just throw it. And obviously, like, when you draw attention to the problem, it doesn't go away. It just gets bigger. So she was like, what was that? And I was like, nothing. And she... (laughs) (laughs) And so she obviously sees it's my phone. And she's like, okay, I'm going to tap. Like, I'm taking it. And I was like... And something inside of my body, like, I just became a demon. Because, like... I know what you mean. (laughs) I became a different, like, I still don't know what took over me, but like, I was possessed, like, in that moment. And I'll get into that, but but, like, I ran after her, like, ran after her to try to get my phone back. And it turned into like a 10 minute movie scene of me, like, running around, screaming, trying to like retrieve my phone like literally fighting her always taking away the phone I swear I literally I swear it was so horrendous and then my dad got involved and I was screaming I was kicking things I was just like making a scene like I still don't know what happened and then I I like 
starts screaming for like my brother and he's like still young so he's like starts crying because he doesn't know what's going on because I'm just like (laughs) no someone help me please RJ wake up and like oh my god it was so bad and then I finally like calmed down ish barely after oh it was so bad and they were like why are you so afraid of like us seeing your phone like what's going on and Anna literally it was because I didn't want them to know I had an Instagram like they still didn't know nice and there's awful I have some stories like that too where it was like there was something on my phone I was like I don't want anyone to and you know it's like their parents they always find out they always know and yeah and it just was like and to this day my dad still like doesn't think that that's what it was because he 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 was like you acted like like the world you were selling you were acting like you were selling drugs or something and like you could have been turned into the police but like <laughs> literally literally it was like the shame and the guilt and like I didn't want their perception of their daughter to like change and like I was I was screaming to like protect them like I it wasn't about me it was about the way they saw me and like I wasn't ready for that to like change and I didn't want them to think that I could ever like go against them and like you know that was the only reason why and it's still like something I think about all the time and how much I kind of glorify my parents and like put them up on this high you know like I was just so afraid of them being disappointed in me good point actually though I feel like a lot of arguments at least for me were like I they were yelling at me for something and I was upset that they were viewing me in a negative way and I was just trying to like do everything I could to make sure that like I wasn't doing that thing so they didn't Mm -hmm. as a bad person yeah and that's where again the last year of my life has been like going back to those moments in my childhood and just like kind of understanding the way they have shaped my life and like I was horrified of my parents not seeing me as like their perfect daughter yep you know same Same. and I think that's a little traumatic and I've had to really dig deep and you know kind of undo some of that thinking but like that's where it comes from is like they've been mostly perfect for me and like why would I ever want to be not perfect for them oh which is sad and hard no it's so hard um I think that's a perfect note that freaking parents are perfect and I want to leave off on that (laughs) I love my parents I love them too. I love yours. After they listen to this episode next week and they're going to be like, oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, yeah, I don't really know what more to say. And I honestly, if you are listening and you're like, well, I hate my parents (laughs) because I know so many people that just haven't had a good relationship with their parents or just like, you know, have some real problems. And I didn't talk about my like real problems today. Obviously no one wants to talk, talk about like the bad stuff. Like we're only like, they're perfect. I love them. Yeah. But like, I would say that like, what always has helped me or not helped, but just kind of made things a bit more, 
I don't know, bright and hopeful is like, if you so choose to be a parent one day, you know, you have so many examples of like, you have a new opportunity to like, yeah, change that mindset around parents because you are. And I've been trying to learn how to like parent myself in my own ways to just not like make up for what I think I I lacked but just because as I told you I'm still very dependent on them um but I think there's hope there so I love that okay well thank you guys for listening to this episode I hope that you got something out of it and I hope you text your parents that you love them and you miss them if you are at college or maybe you live with them and you just want to share love to them you should you should do it (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.